settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about closure. This episode will be good for anyone who feels like they didn't get closure from a situation, from someone. It doesn't matter if it's a romantic relationship, a breakup, a friendship. Anyone who feels like something came to an end without really closing the door. But before we do, it has been a few weeks since I've shared a little intro about my coaching because I did not have any spots left, but I actually have two private confident coaching spots available right now. Two of my clients just finished up their programs. It was absolutely amazing. They're actually going to be renewing, which is amazing, but that means that I have two spots for two new clients. So if you are someone who is truly ready to invest in yourself, if you are ready to really evolve into a better version of you, your 2.0 self, the most confident version of you, this is your chance. My clients are coming out of this program like new women. They are in shock at their transformations, especially because I record the sessions in this program. So it's an eight or a 12 week program. It basically depends on just how much time, money, all of the above that you are willing to invest. So on month two or month three, they might be looking back at their recording from the session of week one or week two, and they just cannot believe how much they have evolved. So your relationships will evolve, your friendship, your career, your business partnerships, the dating game is going to be totally different for you, your standards are going to be higher, your boundaries are going to be stronger, your values and your morals are going to be so much clearer to you. Everything just starts to become easier than it's ever been before because you will be more sure of yourself than you have ever been before. So if you are ready to change the game for yourself and level up for 2023, let's get started. Let's work together privately. The link to inquire is in the show notes. It's also in my social media bios. So basically inquire there, fill out the form. And if I do choose to move forward with you, then I will offer an intro call, which is where we could really talk through everything. I'll give you all the details, answer all your questions, and we could just get to know each other better before we begin the program. If you are not ready to invest in one-on-one coaching, if you're not ready to start right now, then there's another link in the show notes and in my bios for the waitlist to group coaching. So this is going to be completely different. It's not done yet. I know I've been talking about it for months, so I know that the hype is real. I know that the wait is real, but get on the waitlist for the group coaching program because details are actually coming out sooner rather than later. We will be beginning soon, but it is a totally different program and a totally different investment than private coaching because this is a group setting and you will not get one-on-one access to working with me privately in that setting. So get on the wait list if that sounds like a better fit for you, if you want to work with a ton of girls around you. And yeah, that's my whole spiel about coaching today. So like I said, we're talking about closure today. Let's get into it. So if you're someone who is seeking closure right now, because you feel like something ended really abruptly or it ended with just so much left unsaid. You feel like that person didn't give you the closure that you need 
or you have questions that you need answers to, or maybe you have stuff that you want to tell them. From my perspective, you really don't need to have these conversations to give you closure. You are losing sleep over something that you don't need because closure comes 100% from within you. Think about it. Even if you have a conversation with that person, even if they give you what you want, they agree to answering you know, your texts and meeting up and talking to you, whatever, they take that phone call, that doesn't guarantee closure. Because at the end of it, you still decide after the conversation if the door is closed or not. You can have a conversation with that person. You can ask all your questions. And by the end of it, you could still feel like you didn't say everything. You can still go home and say, oh my God, I forgot to say this, or I wish I said that. Or you could honestly say 99% of the things that you planned on saying, the things that you hoped you would say. But there can still always be that 1% or even that 0.1% that you wish you would have said. Or maybe what, what other things can happen in this conversation, maybe they bring up another point that you weren't even thinking of in the first place. And now that's a whole other perspective brought up and put into your mind. Now that's a whole other conversation to be had because you could have gone into it knowing, I'm going to say A, B, C, D. You could have had all your exhibits listed out, bullet pointed in your notes, everything that you wanted to say. And then all of a sudden, they throw a curveball at you and bring up something else that you weren't even thinking of. And now that's a whole other layer added to this, right? Or maybe the person on the receiving end, the person that you're talking to, maybe they simply just don't even agree with what you're saying. Maybe they don't see things from your perspective. Maybe they say things that are combating or arguing with your point. So now it leaves you unsettled all over again because they don't agree with you. Or they don't see things the same way that you see things. They have a different perspective on things. So again, you could have gone into this conversation with everything that you wanted to say and everything that you were sure of. I'm sure that this is how I feel. I'm sure that this is how things went. I'm sure that this is what you did wrong and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, that's not my experience at all. I don't agree with that. So now what you thought was going to be closure is leaving you again unsettled. A conversation does not mean that you are guaranteed the closure that you need. A conversation does not necessarily mean that you will walk away feeling resolved and feeling better. The only thing that can guarantee feeling better, feeling the closure, getting the closure that you need, feeling resolved in your heart and in your mind is if you make the conscious decision that the door is closed. If you do the inner work, if you, no matter what it is, if you take the time to really discover how you truly feel deep in your heart, and then you can say, I understand this, or maybe I don't fully understand this, but I'm going to leave it be because it's causing a disturbance in my life. Like I said, you're losing sleep. You're literally losing sleep. You're living with an ache or a pain in your heart when all you need to do 
is see things in black and white for what they are. See things for the reality of the situation, not the romanticized version that you have in your head. And make the decision that it is over for you. So let's say they are the ones who hurt you. Let's be real. You know that they hurt you. They know that they hurt you. You do not need to have a conversation to validate that knowledge. You both know what they did to you. So if they've apologized already, and I'm talking genuine apology, if they gave you a genuine apology, great, awesome, thanks so much. But if they didn't give you an apology, you honestly don't need it. Why do you need them to be sorry for what they did when they should have known better in the first place? They shouldn't have to be apologizing for cheating on you for playing you, for lying to you, for treating you like shit, whatever it is that they did to you, they should have known better. They should have done better. They could have chose to be better. They had a choice to be better. And they chose not to be better. And if they did apologize, if they did take accountability and ownership, like I said, great. You do not need to dig any deeper because this is what happens. Plenty of people say that they want closure, but what they really want is to see what's left, is to see, is there anything left to salvage here? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel here? But girl, get up. You already know this isn't meant for you. You know you deserve better. When you really think about the person that's meant for you, the love that's meant for you. Should it feel like this? Should you have to go through all of this? I know they say relationships are hard, love is hard. Yeah, it is. But the hardships should be things that you are facing as a team together, not facing against each other. Good, healthy, loving relationships are not hard because this person screwed you over. It's hard because life happens. Things don't always go according to plan. Shit and obstacles get in the way. And together, you have to learn how to overcome it. But the love that you are searching for is not something that you have to overcome like disrespect. Someone not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated. That is not meant for you. So why do you want what isn't meant for you? If it was meant to be, you most likely wouldn't be in this position at all. Stop forcing something to work that has proven to you that it is not supposed to work. Sure, sometimes it is true when they say, if you love someone, set it free. If they come back to you, it's meant to be, blah, 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 blah. Yes, sometimes that is true. But if that's the case for you, think about it. That'll be true whether or not you have this closure conversation. Really think about it. If something is truly meant for you, they will come back whether or not you have this conversation. What's meant for you will quite literally never ever ever miss you it will never ever ever pass you by so even if you decide i'm going to create the closure within myself i'm going to give myself peace 
and you really close the door and you let it go and you leave your questions unanswered for the sake of your sanity and peace and say that you don't hear from that person for another year, for another two years or three years or four years, they can still come back and prove themselves to you if it's truly meant to be. So that's if that situation applies to you. If you love something, set it free. Sure, set it free. Create the closure. Creating the closure in your heart and in your mind isn't blocking your blessings. It's allowing you to feel better and do better. So a lot of people are afraid of creating closure and really shutting the door and really letting go because they think then, then it'll never happen. Then they'll never come back. If they never come back, it's not meant to be. So stop forcing, stop prolonging something just because you want their presence in your life, just because you want them to be there. If it's meant to be, it will be no matter how long it takes. So you might as well let yourself feel better. You might as well create that inner peace. Stop torturing yourself, forcing it. Stop torturing yourself and putting yourself through the ringer because you have this scarcity mindset that if you let something go, you'll have nothing else to replace it. The honest truth is, sometimes the reason why things don't work out with someone is far bigger than we can see or understand in black and white. I know I mentioned black and white a lot because sometimes situations are pretty black and white. Some situations are just, this person can't give you what you want, this person can't give you what you need, this person doesn't give you what you deserve, and that's pretty black and white. But sometimes, you know when a situation is too complicated to really put into words? Sometimes it's not that simple, it's not that tangible. It's not like, oh, we didn't work out because we didn't like each other. Or it's not like we didn't we couldn't work out because he cheated on me or there was a, you know, trust issues. Or sometimes it's not even that you're incompatible. Sometimes you are compatible. Sometimes there is loyalty. Sometimes you do like each other, but it's the universe putting a friction between the two of you. And that's why I say sometimes there are relationships that won't work out, but you really can't put it into words because the reasoning is just bigger than the both of you. Sometimes the world just keeps pulling you apart because you are not meant to be. And it is showing you over and over and over that it's never going to work. You might both like each other, but you can't get on the same page emotionally or you don't have the same communication styles. So it's causing resentment between the two of you every day. You might be completely loyal to each other, but you still feel like something's missing. The chemistry or something. Maybe that goes with the compatibility. You might be totally compatible, but the chemistry is off. And he's the most perfect guy on paper. And he checks all the boxes that you had written down, but you really can't understand why you just can't get all the way there with him. Something is just off. These things happen. And they're not that obvious. They're not that easy to explain. It's a very gray area that causes you to keep trying. But every time you try again, the universe puts more friction. It puts another blockage in the way between you. When something isn't meant to be, 
at least right now, if something is not meant to be right now, it will not be no matter how hard you try. And you are going to be emotionally exhausted and drained from going over and over and over, especially in those cases. If we go seeking answers and trying to find the reasonings for all these things, we might be left with even more confusion than we needed in the first place. Because sometimes, like I said, you really just can't explain it. So if you're going after it over and over and over, your mind is going to be scrambled eggs. It's going to be all over the place. Stop putting yourself in these toxic cycles over and over and over again. It's like reading the same book, expecting a different outcome. It's honestly insanity. Isn't that like the literal definition of insanity? Hold on, let me look it up. Okay, it is not the literal definition, but it is a quote by Albert Einstein, which I did not realize. But it says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And it says, the Einstein insanity, it's usually attributed to Albert Einstein, something of the sort. But I knew I heard that somewhere. But anyway, my point is we put ourselves in these toxic cycles over and over and over again, thinking it's going to be different this time. Give yourself peace. Peace needs to be your goal every single time, 100% of the time, whether you're going to be together, whether you're going to be apart, whether you don't know what the outcome is going to be in the future, you have to make peace your goal. Peace has to be at the forefront of every decision that you make. You have two choices in front of you. Which one is going to bring me peace? If either one of these choices has the opportunity to risk my peace and my sanity, I am not going that route. Peace comes first. Understand that some things might just be better off left alone at least momentarily. Sometimes things might be better off unsaid. And we could get into that in another episode because I do think vulnerability is very important. But I do also think that there's a line. Vulnerability and saying what you need to say without expectations of a conversation or a need for those words to be the thing that decides your closure, that's completely different. But on this topic of closure... Some things are better left alone and left unsaid. So just make sure that you know and that you understand these conversations that you are desiring, they might not always go badly. It might not always end up in an argument or confusion. You might end off on good terms. You might be able to put it all out there, 100% of what you wanted to say. You might end off on the exact same page. But just know you can still only close the door 100% because you personally decided to validate that within yourself. You decided that you know that it's done even if you don't know all the reasons why but you don't need to know because you are validating that this is over. And upon making that decision, I really hope that you choose to go the route of out of sight, out of mind. Unfollow, delete the phone number, delete the messages in your inboxes, all the inboxes. Delete your DMs, delete your texts, 
delete your call log with them, get rid of everything. Don't look at their stuff. And don't even worry if you're following their friends or their family, unfollow them too. Out of sight, out of mind. At the very least, if you're like, listen, it's going to make so many problems for everybody so bad. We're really close with our family and blah, 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 blah. And you really don't want to go the route of unfollowing. Then at least mute them. Because you do tend to forget that you follow somebody when you have them muted. Mute their stories, mute their posts. But most people don't have that much of a connection with everybody involved. Like I kind of doubt that anyone has a situation where they really can't unfollow. But in that case, sure, just mute them on everything. And if that's not the case, if you don't have all these really close connections unfollow, unfriend, delete the contacts, delete the messages, delete the photos. You don't need to go back and looking at the pictures every day, out of sight, out of mind. Please go that route. It will give you the peace that I am talking about. Now that I've made this all very, very, very clear, let's get into a Dear Victoria submission. Dear Victoria, I just started listening to your podcast and I just want to say I love them and all the topics you talk about. I was listening to your podcast about selfishness and self-love today and it just made me think about a situation I'm currently going through and I kind of don't know what I should do about it. Basically, I have a boyfriend and I love him so much, but as weird as this sounds, I'm not really attracted to him and he has all these little things that I thought I would be cool with, but they just kind of turn me off now. And on top of that, we're long distance in college at the moment, so it's a lot harder for me to stay on, stay focused on our relationship. I think when I first started dating him, I figured that was the best I could do and I love how he treats me. But now I feel a little like I'm doing a disservice to myself by staying with him and knowing I don't like him as much as I thought I did. I'm really torn about it because he's done nothing wrong to me personally and I don't want to seem shallow for the reason I feel this way. And I love the way he cares for me and loves me. Is this something I should look past or should I just be upfront and break up with him? And if I do break up with him, how do I do that without breaking his heart? This is such a good one. First thing that I always say when people ask questions about potentially breaking up with someone, I always say you wouldn't even be asking the question if it wasn't sitting in your gut, if it wasn't really a big intuitive feeling. I don't think anyone who is happy in their relationship is going around asking people if they should break up with their partner. So off the bat, I always say, if you're asking, that's more of the route that I'm going to go because it's probably something that you truly intuitively feel in your gut. So that's number one. Number two, getting into the reasonings behind it. Your reasons are so valid. Attraction is extremely important in a romantic relationship. He might be such a good guy. Like you said, he does nothing wrong. He treats me great, but I'm just not really attracted to him. Yeah, sounds like a friendship. I love my friends. They do nothing wrong to me. They treat me great. They shower me with love. They always are considerate of my feelings. They always ask how I'm doing. They always check in on me but I don't want to be with them romantically. 
I am not attracted to them. I don't want to hook up with them. I don't want to sleep with them. I don't want to be in a relationship with them. So you're basically describing someone that you love in a platonic way. And that's totally, totally valid. And the other thing, I guess number three, is that you are in college. You are young. You don't have to put yourself through a long distance relationship that you can't even focus on when you're supposed to be having fun. Granted, I'm not saying that long distance relationships can't work in college. They absolutely can. I see it all the time. When I was in college, I had friends who did long distance, but they were undeniably in love with their partners. They wanted to spend their weekends in college driving six hours to go see them and having them come stay the weekend with us. They sat on FaceTime with them every day. They did focus on the relationships. The relationships were a priority. They were always raving about them. They missed them. They were upset over them not being around. That's why they worked out. So if you're like, well, I'm not attracted to him. I can't even really focus on him because I just don't even have feelings for him the way that I wish I did. So why are you wasting your time and putting yourself through a stressful situation at such a young age? If you're in college, you're probably between the ages of 18 to 22. I would, I would be sure to guarantee that most people's relationships at that age are not necessarily meant to be forever. It can be, but you are young. And you have so much ahead of you that you don't have to settle for something when you're in a place in your life that you have so much more to experience. So what I think I would do is be as upfront and direct as possible because it is in their best interest, even if it hurts. Like no guy wants to be told that you don't, you know, see them romantically. No person wants to be told that by their partner, not just guys. Girls don't either. No one wants to hear their partner be like, I want to just be friends. But the truth is going to help him in the long run more than sugarcoating things. So don't just be like, listen, the long distance isn't working for me. Because he'll try to come up with solutions and be like, okay, so let's make this work then. Let's figure it out. Don't just be like, I'm really busy with school and I feel like I don't have time for this because then he's going to come up with solutions and try to figure it out. What I would say is I did, you know, have these feelings for you that I was totally sure of, which is why I got into this relationship with you in the first place. And you've treated me nothing but amazingly. And I have no reason on your end to have like fallen out of my feelings because you do everything right. But for me, I can't emotionally invest further or get there romantically any further because something has checked out for me and I don't feel like this relationship is romantic for me anymore. It feels more like a friendship. It feels honestly more like a chore than a chosen priority. It feels like something that I have to make time for when mentally I just am not focused on it. I really can't prioritize it. I don't want to prioritize it. And I just feel like we are growing separately. We are growing apart and it's normal. Like it, it happens at our age. This is what you do. You go through boyfriends, you go through girlfriends, you live and you learn. And this relationship has become a lesson to be learned rather than 
my long-term, you know, marriage, lifelong relationship. So I feel like the route that I'm going there is directly holding myself accountable and saying like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. This is feeling like a chore rather than a priority. It's feeling like a platonic friendship rather than a relationship. And it's being direct without being harsh of like, I'm not attracted to you and this is a disservice to me. What's most important about the words that I'm choosing and the way that I'm going about it is that you're not making any excuses because the excuses are when relationships are prolonged, they go back and forth because like I said, he's going to try to find solutions to the problems that you create. So if the problems are things that he cannot change, like your feelings, he just simply can't change the way that you feel that this is no longer uh, a relationship that you want to be in, then it he'll have no choice but to end it, you know, with you. Now, if he does try to keep pushing and you genuinely don't want to be in this relationship and he's like, oh, I can change or I, you know, what could I do? Like if he's really trying to go that route, that's when I would get a little bit more directly like, the attraction is off for me. I feel like I need better or I need more. This relationship feels like a disservice to me. That's when I would start to get into the kind of words that you were saying in your email because there's really no coming back from that. But I probably wouldn't lead with those things. I wouldn't directly go right in and just be like, yeah, I'm not attracted to you and you're giving me the ick. So I hope that my advice helped you or anyone who is listening that could use some advice in this department. And that is all we have for today. So thank you girls so much for listening. Like I said, links are in the show notes for private coaching or the group coaching waitlist. And we'll wrap it up here. So until next time, girls.